in a world where people need 80s and 90s movie reviews, two regular Geordies combine forces to bring you the Brother to Brother 80s and 90s movie review podcast. Check them out on Twitter, YouTube, and all decent podcast vendors. Don't kill me! Don't kill me, man! I'm not going to kill you. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. Hello, welcome back to Brother Brother, your sanctuary for your 80s and 90s movie reviews with myself, Carl, and Nikki. Nikki, what is in the VCR today? Um, a bit of a childhood uh, hero of mine, if you will. Um, Batman, 1989. Uh, 121 minutes, mate, so slightly over the two-hour our threshold, so it was a bit of a uh, of a change of pace for for, for brother, the brother, I would say, because we've been aiming for the ninety minute flicks. Yeah. As of late, where do you start with this Batman? Obviously, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Nicky's played it on, so that is obviously that sets the tone for the movie straight away. You get that famous black and yellow text on the screen: Batman, Gotham City. Unreal. This is the marching theme, isn't it? It just says the theme, mate. I take Is it? Batman theme. All right, well, there might be a different tune for actually when the when the car's going. I don't All know. Right. Don't hold us to that. I'll have a look, right? Marching theme, right? Just fast forward that. Just put your hand on it. Ah, that's it. There. That's the, aye, that's the tune. That one tends to come on when he's in the car as well, I'm sure. Aye. This reminds me of... Um, you ever see the cartoon? The Batman cartoon? I think I have, but I feel yeah. to remember it. One of the, one of the best cartoons ever. I'm gonna turn this off. Um, one of the best cartoons ever. The Batman, the Batman cartoon. Was it? Oh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah. So good, so good. So this film was more or less like the first Batman movie. Don't hold us to that. Like there might have been like an Adam oh, West version. Aye, there was made I because I'm sure he had like the sharp repellent spray and all that shit. In his belt, like obviously, I just remember like the Adam West obviously TV show like Batman aye. where he had Robin and that, aye. which I enjoyed very much as a kid. Oh, so no. to, to me, this was the first like real Batman movie that aye. was going to be at the flicks. And I've said this before on Twitter, like the amount of hype surrounding this film and merchandise that was out on sale oh, I bet I mean I, was, I mean I was only two to be fair so I don't remember it at the time mm-hmm. but even I as a two year old had Batman merchandise growing up yeah I've still now got the Batmobile toy I mean don't get us wrong I was playing with it at four, five, six, seven, eight years old so it's absolutely scratched to bits but I was just saying before before we started recording I was actually looking online to get it refurbished so it's back, back to brand new again you know because you, don't get us wrong you can buy the original Batmobile toy now, but I don't want it to say 2022 in the bottom. I like that mine says 1989 on the bottom of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That you can't buy originals anymore. No, definitely not. So obviously, Michael Keaton got the role as Batman. Which, um, I, which at the time, wasn't a very popular opinion. Which is crazy to think, because he's my Batman. Michael Keaton is my Batman. Do you oh, know what I mean? I think we've said this before, where there's a lot of things behind the scenes... A lot of humming and hawing mm. about picking locations and what actual actors. Like I think Bill Murray, believe it or not, Bill Murray was even possibly lined up for the Batman role. Who else did I say before? Harrison Ford. Oh, you said loads. Uh, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. It's one of those though. I think thirty years later, you can't imagine anyone else in the role. I always say this to um, like my mum and that, like because obviously we're massive Disney fans. Imagine Walt Disney was called. John Smith. 
you know what I mean? And you're going to Smith World. It just doesn't have the same ring, does it? Do you, you know what I mean? Get used to it. Aye, you just get so familiar with that person in that role mm-hmm. um, that you can't imagine anyone else. Michael Keaton is forever my Batman. Um, and then when you fast forward to now, and Ben Affleck becomes Batman, and everyone's kicking off of Ben Affleck, some people might be at that certain age where Ben Affleck is their Batman. Or Robert Pattinson. Or Robert Pattinson. Or, or Christian Bale, mate. Before Bale Christian Bale real. was Bale was mint. Yeah. But before he was Batman, there was people questioning it. They're all different movies, different directors. Oh, of course they are. Different takes on it. Of course they are. But obviously, back to our original, our Batman. Yeah. Obviously, opposite him was the Joker, played by Jack Nicholson. Who was perfectly cast, yes. in my opinion. Yes, it was a Tim Burton movie. Tim Burton, he wanted he wanted Jack Nicholson. He wanted Michael Keaton because he'd worked with him on Beetlejuice. Aye. Uh, it was a struggle to get Michael Keaton, but he got his man. Ended up being for the good. Well, it's one of those, isn't it? Because it's like we were saying, reference um, Bruce Willis and Die Hard, because Bruce Willis just played that like heartthrob in the TV shows when it was coming to be um, I, on Die Hard. It perfect was like, transition. Yeah. And that was the role and that was, where you took him seriously as an action star. I, yeah. And then look at his life from there. Keaton did the same here. Yeah? I mean, don't get us wrong, he didn't then go on to have a Bruce Willis style action life, but he did the transition and nobody thought. Well, he was shiting that. If anything, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone out there, I feel like Michael Keaton did the Batmans and that. Did a few movies, but then he went quiet for a while. Aye. And then he sort of have a, he had a, like a proper... Res- I did. Resurgence. I Resurgence, I don't know what the word is. But uh, he just seemed to be getting off on every role gun, and he was in like Spider-Mans and that. And Aye, he was. The Falcon was or something, wasn't he? Birdman or something, and he was Aye. getting nominated for Oscars and stuff like that. And Aye. He is a good actor, do you know what I mean? He's in a film called Dream Team, which is an 80s flick, mate. Aye. Really good eye. Um, or it's set in the eighties, or was made in the eighties. Was made in the eighties. Nice. Um, he was in a film. He was in a film. He's in like, and I'm white I, noise. He was in that like a horror. That was a canny. Aye, that one. That was the one with the the teddies that go. <laughs> aye. aye, aye. So, are you going to read the? We said we'd do the synopsis. How do you say it? <laughs> synopsis. Synopsis. How long? Easy, easy for me to say. <laughs> So, the synopsis according to um, IMDb, Batman, a masked vigilante from Gotham City, fights against evil to keep its citizens safe. He must battle Jack Napier, who turns into the Joker and threatens to take over Gotham City. Nice. I couldn't couldn't have said it better myself. So the film opens up with like, who I thought at the time was Bruce's parents coming out the flicks, but you're saying it's not. Nah. So just just quickly before we go into it, IMDb rated this seven point five out of ten. So which is quite good for IMDb, isn't yeah. It? Which is which is quite a high a high score. Um, but yeah, I so the, they, they come out and they get the like a, they get struggling on like they get a taxi. I think the, I think the point in that scene is obviously for like comic book comic book diehards is it is obviously kind of mirroring what happens to his parents. Just before we go into this film, we're reviewing this film. We're not gonna go into like the history of Batman and, and all that kind of noise type thing. Long. So I don't if, if any comic book people are listening, don't get offended. Um but yeah, I think that that scene where like you say it's it shows you the, the couple going down the alley with a bane, I think they've done that on purpose to kinda like acknowledge what's going on and the fact that Batman comes in to save the day is like he doesn't want to happen again. Do you know what right. I mean? That was the impression I got. Yeah, because you get like two robbers, don't you? Aye. Obviously one of them robbers is played by that Moxie that used to be Aye, Chris, Chris, Chris Fairburn or something. Is that his name? Something like that. I, I couldn't believe 
when I got old and I realised it was Moxley. Aye. Couldn't believe it. He had a good American accent, obviously. Aye. You? But them two are discussing, like, obviously, like, the bat. Like, have you heard about him and that? And, and he's like, there's no Batman and all that. Do you know Aye. What I mean? Well, you would do, though. You would do. Imagine. Imagine I said to you now, isn't that guy running around in a bat suit? I, know. I think while they're discussing it, like, you see a shadow of a bat. Yeah. They're behind them. He, like, he, like lowers himself down, doesn't he? It's a classic awesome. little moment, in it? That's your first little taste of, like, obviously, Michael Keaton in the Batman suit. It's It's got to be the, one of the most iconic silhouettes in cinematic history. Like, the point that he has. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I definitely like, said that any the, better. Aye, because obviously I think where latter Batmans have come in, they've kind of like shrunken the ears a little bit. Even Adam West's Batman had little like ears. And I think the fact that Keaton had them really big pointy ears really brought the Batman silhouette in. Because obviously that that poster we've been discussing with the, like, the gold background and the bats like symbol yeah. in front of it has the big pointy ears. And I think it's, well, it's, it's like you said before me, iconic. What were you saying about the bus stops or something? Oh, because obviously we're talking about how good the merchandise was. Aye. It? So this is just to give you a taste of like the, what it was, the, the euphoria it was causing. People were buying tickets for different movies just on the off chance that they might see a trailer for the new Batman flick. That is crazy. Or they were like, they were breaking into like bus stops and nicking the posters out of the out of the bus stops. And that, that you know what I, mean? I remember years ago, right, there, um, there was a new Batman coming out. I think it was the Christian Bale one. And me, 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 and my friend went to the went to the went to the flicks. Um, I'll call him Skin. Uh, I don't want to give his real name away and all that noise. And um, well, I can't remember what we're going to watch now. But a trailer came on, and we thought it was going to be the new Batman trailer. So he, he proper like stopped talking, and he was like zoned in on this trailer. And it showed you like the big point of ears and that. And it was like, <gasps> and then it like get went to the next scene. It was Scooby Doo. Oh, you're <laughs> should have seen his face. Oh, it was comical. I just remembered that there. That was absolutely... Honestly, I was pissing myself laughing because he thought it was going to be Batman. That was class. And Scooby-Doo. <laughs> class, race. Brilliant. So, I right, back the flick, Moxley. Um, so, basically, he has a little argument with his mate, like, saying, look, I don't want to hear no more about it. Like, shut up and all that. Right, do, you want, do you want half the money or not? Aye. Obviously, then, Batman comes on, then he, like, he just lowers himself. Aye. I think he kicks one of them. And then he sort of gets a hold of like obviously Moxie. Aye. And he, like, he holds him over on that. And he goes like, "Who are you?" And he goes, "I'm Batman." It's funny. It's, it's funnier now because when me and Stacey are watching anything now, any film, any TV show, every time someone says, "Who are you?" which happens all the time in films, I always turn to Stacey and go, "I'm Batman." <laughs> Still now. What does she say? She, she, she just ignores us now. At first she would laugh, and now she just totally ignores us. Have you got the milk yet? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, so just just as well just for the people listening at home just in case you don't get the reference which I'd be surprised if you don't if you listen to our podcast Moxley is a character from a TV show called Ofuida Zane Pet um, which is like a, a handful of Geordies how funny is that you were actually going to break down your last time you were going to get the milk <laughs> no 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 imagine um, yeah I just obviously because we keep calling that particular person Moxley and they might not know why we're saying that so he was called Moxley in um, over with his own pet, and he was a scouser. Anyway, anyway, moving on to the film. Was he a scouser? Was he? Oh, he was. He's, he's a scouser, Moxley, because he was a scouse lad, and some were Geordie, and then there was a Brummie. Oh, yeah, Brummie. And, right. and the bomber was Welsh. So from there, it goes to a press conference. Oh yeah, Batman. You intro into Harvey Dent. I Harvey Dent, where um, Lando Calrissian. Um, I was seeing. I so since I seen him, I thought. Lando Calrissian, there's no way he's going to have like a small role. So when the film finishes, you would think he must have a bigger part of playing future films, but obviously 
because we're 30 years down the line. I know he doesn't. And I know that when Harvey Dent does come into play, a.k.a. Two-Face, um, it's Tommy Lee Jones. Why, why they got a black guy playing Harvey Dent? Like, was... You know, like the original Harvey Dent, was he not white? It's one of, it's one of them, mate. Like, I don't think they've got any sort of, like, stereotype in thing in, like, these films. Like, I'm not sure if... I'm not, Well, I could be wrong when I say this, but I'm not sure Nick Fu- if Nick Fury was, was black or if um, Kingpin... I'm sure King Fl- Kingpin on Daredevil oh, right. was he not black? But he was meant to be white in the comics. It, like, I, I don't well, think they, I don't think they care. When we're reading up on Faxman, they were gonna because early scripts had the Robin character in it, and they had Eddie Murphy lined up. Yeah, exactly. So Robin, I, I think they just I mean? try and just be a bit more diverse with the characters type thing. Do you know what I mean? And um, there's probably people listening to this and just thinking Kingpin was always black, but I don't know <laughs> who he was to be fair. Um, that's also you in wrote Jack Napier. Am I saying that right? I think so. Aye, that's a, that's how I pronounce it. Jack Napier. Joker. He's just like chilling at home, and he's got his, like, his bird hanging around him and that. And she's famous, her, you know, that, that, that wife. I don't know if it's like Mick Jagger's. Aye? Or was Mick Jagger's wife at the time? I, I, I will skip, skip, skip through here. Hold on. No, 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 no. No. No, because that was your first intro. That's where he's at home. Oh, why, aye, man. Because I mean? she's like draped over him and shit. He's like. He's, like Pushing her hair out, it was spelled ah, like looking in the mirror and that, and she's like, "You look great, man." And he's, he's, <laughs> yeah, I remember now. Ask. <laughs> yeah, aye, that's right. Aye, he's class Nicholson. John Nicholson, aye, great person to play the Joker. Aye, well, he was just coming, well, not coming off the back of, but obviously, he, in nineteen eighty, I think it was, he did the Shining, and he had that like, "Here's Johnny," kind of like psychotic role. Class. So from now, play the Joker, aka a psycho, uh, it was perfect. Billing, especially because we'll look at Jack Nicholson's smile. It's in anger management where he does that big, like, cheesy grin. Oh, he's brilliant. Do you know what I mean? That's like, it's like the Joker smile, that's all I can see. That he is brilliant in that. Hi. From there, of course, shoots to the street where he introduced to a guy called Jack Knox who works for the press. Aye. And he's like asking loads of questions. Less than Heart of Gold. Heart of Gold, here with he. Knox. He's alright. He's asking that damn. His name escapes us, but it'll come back to us. He's asking loads of questions. It's the guy who's a bit of a, a bit of a rat because he talks to Jack Napier on, on the side. On, on the, di- the dirty cap. Because um, he's like, is there a six-foot bet in Gotham City? <laughs> I've just read his name there as well, just two, literally two seconds ago, but I can't, I can't for the life of a seat now. I know, I've got it written down somewhere. <laughs> we'll come back to it. Aye. We'll catch him on the flip-flap. <laughs> cop R plus Jack meet. Aye, so, so it's funny when he... Um, he meets him in the street. He goes, "Brought you a snack." And he hides him like a sony at him. And he starts keep munching. <laughs> ah, he's like he's munching like on a burger on the street. Eckhart, Eckhart, man. Ah, that was it. Sorry, I had to I had to go quiet there because it was doing me heading because I literally just read his name. I Eckhart was the dirty cop buddy, and he goes to speak to Jack Napier, who gives him a bit of crack. But so these are just all little meat cutes. Oh yeah, it's, it's just who... introducing different characters and just ah, kind of setting the setting the story. From there, it kinds Jack Knox to Vicky Vale. Yeah, I, I introduces the love interest I put there. Uh, it's funny actually because um, my films were kind of like merged into one. So when I first seen her, I thought it was Selena Kyle, you know, um, Catwoman off the second one. That's what I thought it was at first. Do you mean Michelle Pfeiffer? Aye, I, I thought. And I, as as the film was going on, I thought I'm I'm thinking about the wrong film Is here. No, no, Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, no, it's, it's a different film. But my head was all over the place. To be fair, but I caught it. And I put it in order to the love interest. Okay, so we are reviewing Batman 1989, okay? <laughs> That's a great way. <laughs> That's not my joke. Right, so, old guy, Tango Cash. I can't remember his name, but he's been in a lot of films. My loads of films, aye. He's, he's probably dead in real life now, bless him, right? 
There's him living his best life in Mexico. <laughs> He's probably just released a film. No, no. <laughs> That's where he wants to see him. Jack had to do a job for him, didn't he? He's like, you're my guy. Like, I can't trust anyone else. Anymore. Aye. You just, you just know you've got that feeling. Something's not right. He's, he's, but, he's, like, he's like, can you not send someone else? It's like, it's all acidy in there and all that. Like, I, well, I think I think Jack deep, like, obviously has a feeling something's not quite right. And that's why he's like, can you not send someone else? I know. And he's like, no, 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 I want you to go type thing. And then obviously once he goes, that's when he gets in touch with that Eckhart, that um, guy of Tango and Cash. Gets in touch with Eckhart and he's like, basically letting you know that it is a setup, essentially. Then Vila tends the party, doesn't she, Vicky Vila? Aye, um, in a massive mansion. Um, obviously, unbeknownst to us, whose mansion it is, etc. at this point. Um, but that's when she um, bumps into, which isn't bumping into she, she kind of like taps on uh, Michael Keaton's shoulder and says, um, excuse me, do, do, you oh, know do, who you Bruce, do you know who Bruce Wayne is? And he's like, eh, let me see. Uh. Aye. So in that in that instance, I mean, obviously everyone knew he was he was Bruce Wayne, like, but if you didn't know going in, it might, it might get through you off. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, uh, it threw her off. While this is going on, I'm sure like, Commissioner Gordon's like in the corner talking to some... He's talking to a cop, Annie. He's like, oh, I've had an anonymous tip. Like, aye, that's right, aye. The, um, he leaves abruptly. At the acid house, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, so obviously Bruce and Vale have their meet cute. I'll tell you what's funny, when they have the little Vicky Vale and Bruce Knox. No, Bruce, no, Bruce Wayne. Knox, Jack Knox. Jack Knox. They, they go and have a look, and they're like, oh, what kind of a weirdo has these kind of things? And, all that. and then Bruce like turns up behind him, and he goes, it's Chinese. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, how do you know I bought it? Aye. I love that. Aye, class. Because that was when, obviously, she learns that, obviously, he is Bruce Wayne. But it's, it's funny, though, like, because Bruce Wayne goes to this Jack Knox, he goes, oh, I've read I've read some of your work, it's good and all that. And he goes, oh, thanks, man. Can you give me a grant? Like, <laughs> like straight away, he asked for a grant, which Aye. I don't really get what's going on there. Aye, some people just aren't, like, aren't, aren't shy of the... But in that in that scene where you're talking about there, now when they stood in front of, like, the armor and all that kind of stuff, and, and um, Michael Keaton, a.k.a. Bruce Wayne, is in a suit next to that Knox guy in that. I mm-hmm. thought, he looks really small. What, like, is in... I like his whole stature, I like his frame is just small. Ah, uh, but I think they've maybe learnt from that, because yeah. I think whoever took on the Batman role in the future, they've always made sure they've worked out. Aye. So it wasn't a case of, like, they're putting on the suit. Like, do you know what I mean? Aye, uh, no, 100%. 100%. Because I think it would be interesting to see how much space is inside the Batman suit when Keaton's actually got it on. Because, like I say, when he's stood there in his suit, it looks like he's now on him. Do uh, I mean? He looks like a bit of a drip, if I'm he, honest. He looks nails in the suit, though, but he? <laughs> he does look nails in the suit. Uh, he does, though. He, he does look nails. He does. So Alfred comes and takes Bruce Wayne away. Like, I tell him. Like, someone's had to leave. Commissioner Gordon's left. Aye, abruptly. Like, uh, aye. aye. Code for, like, get your fucking ass in the cave. Aye. And have a look what's going on. Because well, he dismisses Alfred at first, and he says, no, no. Like, he's like... Uh, he's uh, he even says to him, like, this way. Aye. Tell him to go that way is like the queue, like you've got to go check some footage. Um, so then it goes to the acid factory. Aye, goes to the acid factory, and then obviously it's 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 Napier and his goons, kind of like. But you've got the coppers, uh, that oh, yeah, you said he's had no posters of like of Napier, like saying shoot to kill and all that. Aye, aye, yeah, shoot to kill. But and then obviously Napier gets his goons to open that safe. The safe opens, it's empty. He, 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 be he knows straight away. Aye, we'll be right out. He goes, guys, we've we've been read it out. Um, and then that's obviously when they know straight away it's all going to kick off and then obviously the gun the Commissioner Gordon's there on the megaphone like oh, get out. he's probably like, like Aye, causing well, uproar when it doesn't have to be well he takes the takes the megaphone off Eckhart doesn't he and he says under no circumstances are you to kill Jack Aye. Um, even though 
obviously Eckhart was like get him killed type thing. Um, Batman turns up, and then obviously I Batman appears obviously after after Gordon, and that's when. But I think Gordon sees him, didn't he? Does he not look up and go like? Gee. I I guess this must be the first time Gordon actually sees him because he could, he like doesn't confirmed like oh shit yeah man. I because he doesn't know anything about him at this point. Um, but then obviously that's when Batman and and, and Jack have the first face off because Jack Napier goes on the run up the stairs, mm-hmm. and when this happened, that gave me a flashback to the Batman game for the Amstrad. Oh, aye, aye. Because I remember like the what levels, you'd go up on levels and you'd, you'd fire from your I belt. No, you wouldn't swing across. Aye, unreal. Aye, it was. And, and your health would be the Batman face and as you lost health, it would turn into the Joker's face. Aye. I remember that. We, we played it on a green screen because we didn't have the modulator at the time. Aye. But it turns your thing into colour. Aye. So it was just green. It was unreal though. Oh, no, 100%. And I remember like getting to the end of it and killing like the Joker and he falls into the acid. Never. On the game, I. And level two is where you're in the Batmobile. No way. And you're, you're driving the streets and you shoot out, I don't know, like a rope or whatever, and it hits a lamppost and turns you around the corner. Oh, class. Ah, it was. It was mint at the time. But I, my oldest brother, like, got an Amstrad for Christmas and me and Anne for, like, all over it. We loved it. I used to have an Amstrad. But um, just a quick one, but the game was a little box and it had, the, obviously, the iconic the, logo. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. I had that exact I had that exact one. I always, well, in fact, still now, I, I think we've discussed this in the last episode, it baffles me that a cassette tape can play a game. Do you know what I mean? I, I just don't understand it at nah, all. Like, like a disc has information that the whatever reads off. Do you know what I mean? Where a cassette is just fixed. Surely it's just fixed. Oh, nah. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. It's just tape. Unreal. That just shows how good it was. Aye. Crazy. Shout out Sugar. Aye. 100%. I have loads of Amstrad games. Aye, what else was it? Pit Fighter, do you remember that? Aye, I remember Pit Fighter. I was, I remember, can you remember Dizzy? Did, the, I do remember the Dizzy. Little, little aye, egg aye, with aye. the boxing gloves aye. on that. Aye, I remember Dizzy. Aye, Dizzy. Pit Fighter, that was a good one. That was a good arcade game as well. Paper Boy, what was going Paper Boy, I had that for Mega Drive. Well, I've still got it for Mega Drive actually, but um, a friend of mine at the time, we're, we're, we're getting off subject a bit here, like, but a friend of mine at the time um, did the Cardinal Sin. We are playing the game and he just pulled the cartridge out without turning it off. Jesus. And they totally knacked the cartridge. Still, well, I just tried it the other day, actually. Never forgiven them for this day. No, nah, never. But to be fair, like when we do do these podcasts, sometimes there is a game version, obviously, of the film. No, no, 100%. Well, so it is good quite, to touch on it if we've actually had experience I mean, it. there's quite a few Batman games, but this specific film has a specific Amstrad game. So, ah, yeah, was class. nice to touch on it. So, I, this is where the Joker meets, uh, or is that the Joker? Yeah, Jack Napier. Uh, Jack Napier meets, meets Batman in the suit. He's like, Jesus. He's like, oh, like, <laughs> like. <laughs> well, you would, mate. It's like. Like I said in, in, in the Masters of the Universe podcast, like imagine opening your eyes and there's like a, a, a seven foot man in underwear in front of you. You would get a bit of a fright, do you know what I mean? It's the same thing. Like you t- turn around, there's a Batman, a bat suit. Aye, I think they're shooting the Batman, so he has to like, get out the way or something. And then Jack Nate sees that echo and he kills him, gets his gun out, shoots aye, him. Aye, does, aye, shoots him. And he turns back and Batman's not there. So, um, oh shit, sorry. And then, um, and then he falls into the acid, didn't he? I kick Because he has a scrap with him, didn't he? Aye, he falls over the edge and he falls into the green But he acid. tries to save him at first, but then he just lets go of him. Well, I don't know if he slips or if he just, exactly what you're saying there, just kind of lets go. Because I don't know... Well, I'll say what I was about to say because it's a spoiler for the end. Okay. Do, do, do you know what I was going to say there? No. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Aye. There, so will be spo- there will be spoilers in this in this podcast, to be fair, just so... Yeah, it, a lot of people would have seen it. But sometimes... Films do slip through the net. Aye. You, you were talking about a Bruce Willis film, The Fifth Element, the other day, and I hadn't seen it, ironically. 
we, we, we should do the fifth element. Well, uh, we'll, we'll put a poll out on, on Twitter aye. and we'll see if... I'll check out the trailer and I'll see if I fancy mate, it. Mate, it's such a flick. And as well, mate, speaking of great games, fifth element was a fantastic game. Was it? Oh, aye, aye. Right. really good, mate. Unbelievable. Save it for the pod. I save it for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> save it for the pod. On aye. that note, Batman Smoke Bomb. Bump. Aye, ba- 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 Batman Smoke Bomb, gone. Up, 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 up. And then, he, and then he, then that's when it goes to. He's having that socially distanced date, isn't he, with that Vicky Veil? Do you know what I mean by socially distanced? Because they're at that massive dining room oh, table aye, and they're aye. both at opposite ends. Been like Cover America, and it like what's wrong, son? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> do the intercom. Uh, yeah. She asked him to pass the salt. He's like, he's like, do you want to get out of here? I thought he was like going to take like somewhere mint and that, and just them cozy sitting fucking opposite Alfred talking shit. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> in the servants' quarters. Uh, we are they're in a kitchen in a laundrette or something. Like, what's going on, yeah? I think they've done that on purpose to show that Bruce Wayne isn't like. Obviously, they would touch on the um, Vicky Vale being played by Kim Basinger, who was an amazing looking woman. Aye, she was. To be fair, mate, she's definitely an eighties heartthrob, as it were. But um, I think the full point of that. You always see heartthrob. Heartthrob's like for the guys, man. Like when he, like the female is, um, I don't know. Bomb, bomb, what's the word? Bomb. <laughs> bomb? Bomb, 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 bomb. <laughs> hey, uh, bombshell. All right, okay, an 80s bombshell? Is, I, that, is that a thing? I, well, I, I blonde bombshell. Ah, oh, well, she was blonde. I'll, t- I'll accept that. 80s blonde bombshell. <laughs> um, Classic. But, but I think the full point in that scene was to show that he, he wasn't about that 24 table life, the mansion life. He's never been in that room, he says, like in the film. I think it's... The fact that he sat around a table with Alfred mm-hmm. humanizes him and just lets yeah. you know that he isn't like a snob, basically. Right. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's. I think while all that's going on as well, we'll see like a picture of the Jota's hand come out, don't we? Out of the water. Aye, well, aye. No, well, aye yeah, that's right. It fixed back to that to say that Napier survived, basically, because obviously, as aye. he first falls in, everyone in the film thinks he's just fell into a vat of acid. He's definitely dead. So that's what it shoots to like. Obviously, after Bruce has been, you know, talking to Alfred and Vicky Vale, it shoots to like the Joker being born basically. Aye, because he's he's like there. He's all bandaged up off some random like guy helping him out. Well, he goes to see some sort of doctor or something, doesn't he? And obviously, he's like, "This is the best I could do with the tools." He shows you the tools. It's all just like uh, scabby, like mirror. Aye, mirror. And he looks at himself in the mirror and then obviously just smashes. I thought he would have got killed. Like I, I don't know how he survived. The doctor. I thought I because like, I thought you know I killed Bob like, later on. Do you know what I mean? Aye. I thought I, I thought he was gonna just kill the doctor. I did. I. Well, well, you would do it like like you pull the mirror out and you see that you look like a clown. I thought he would have definitely killed him, especially because the Joker has no qualms and killing somebody. Um, yeah, just kill, get the get the so doctor killed. From there, you go to that Christmas office, didn't he? That old guy of Tango and Cash. Aye, he goes to Tango and Cash's office, and he's like, oh, "I'm glad you're here, and I thought you were dead and all that." And he's he's like. No. The, the thing, the thing I loved about that scene, though, just quickly, is obviously earlier in the film, we've seen quite a few Batman silhouettes. In this scene, it shows you the Joker's silhouette, which is like a nice little like change of pace. Do you know what I mean? That, right. pi- that picture I sent you before the Ben watching the film, Joker's silhouette was on the telly. I just thought it was like an interesting idea. Uh. Do you know what I mean? Instead of having the Bat silhouette, it was the Joker silhouette. I thought that was like a nice little little touch to this particular moment because again, we still haven't seen the Joker. Yeah. We've just seen a silhouette now kind of approaching Tango and Cash. Tango and Cash. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does he say, Jack? The rest of to him, like, um, I kind of like being dead, like along them lines kind of thing. Uh, um, and he's like, we can cut a deal and all this. It's just not happening. Do you know what I mean? Nah. 
Nah, but he's been stung, and he he's been stung. He knows like he knows his gigs up. Oh, because he can't see him over a woman. Like, like, <laughs> like all <laughs> the fucking things, like over a woman. Aye, you really feel like Jack Nicholson's anger. Like it feels like Jack Nicholson. Aye, yeah, aye, aye, like his personality, aye. like over a woman. Like, Which an interesting one, because like because like Jack Nicholson was obviously like getting with. Tango and Cash's like woman, wife or whatever she was. No, but it was his originally, wasn't it? Was it not his? Well, what I don't understand is though, because Jack Nicholson doesn't seem interested in her at all. Do you know what I mean? He's like pushing her hair out of her face oh, and all that aye, kind of aye. stuff. So I'm kind of thinking, was he doing that just purposely to, to piss Tango and Cash off? Do you know what I mean? Just to be a dick. <laughs> it's funny because when he first comes and he goes, oh, is that you sugar plums or something like that? Aye, sugar like, plums. Aye, that's that it, aye. That is hilarious. Um, and that's obviously... Will they get a load of me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is obviously an iconic, yeah, famous line from the Joker. And then that's when obviously Wayne and um, what's the reporter called again? I forget that name. Vicky Vale. Vicky Vale of obviously like slept together, and the next morning he just like kind of gives her the cold shoulder and so oh, I've got away for a few days. Like leave us alone. Ah, uh, it's a funny one, isn't it? Aye, uh, I still do. I, I think he likes to keep them at like arm's length because obviously he's he's got trust issues and stuff. Maybe I don't know. In the meantime, obviously, Joker goes back to sort of see his bird. woman. Aye. Aye. And she gets past she paints and she says, Aye, I feel aye. He, he says something, but I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely can't remember. I that's when obviously the Joker put, uh, calls a meeting, didn't he? Chairs a meeting, didn't he? Before aye. his associates. So, are them associates like. Uh, I think they were like already like. Got like. Ch- Japanese he- associates. Aye, I think or they're ch- like. Or, ch- um, or Chisholm's. Like that's, aye. Ah, uh, they were like head of Tango and Cash. I think, like, I think they're like head of like each family or something, like like Nanit Mafiosa type thing. One of those funnies like that stupid grin on your face. It's like it's, <laughs> he probably like Yeah, that's when he shakes his hand and he's got one of them. Uh, have you ever ever tried them before? You know, you put that uh, thing in your hand. Have you ever done it? Ah, years ago. What's it like? Good. Aye. Like, <laughs> I, I've, I've never, I've never done it. That one obviously must be illegal because it absolutely fried him alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a joker's version of it, like, but the thing I'm talking about is obviously you, you put, like, a ring on, don't you? A ring on your finger and then have this, like, electric shock thing on your palm. So you shake someone's hand and gives them, like, it's a It's funny like a because shock. what leads him into that, he says, um, if you don't want to be part of it, let's just shake and you walk away. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he says, <laughs> Yeah. And he goes, just shake. It's brilliant. All right, and then he fries him alive. And then he, like, you know, they're all, like, they're all on board because they're like, you're crazy and all this. And um, he grabs Bob, didn't he? And he goes, Bob, you're my number one. <laughs> Aye, but you know how um, he's got like that flower that sprays liquid out. Aye, aye. Well, acid out. Uh, the the Joker toy I had from the film actually had a flower with a little pump in the back, and you could fill water. Aye, aye and you could like spray like well, it'd be water that you spray. You're obviously not gonna spray acid about your house, like. But I don't carry good the toys I used to have. Like <sighs> sometimes I, I I get really angry because like I, my memory's not the best. So I remember like certain merchandise I had, like like Batman cups and stuff like that, and I've had figures and that, Batmobiles and that, but I can't remember like exactly like what they were. Aye, I've still got them all. The amount of stuff that like, you got rid of. Aye, it's a shame. It man. hurts. Oh, it Especially does. when you're like really into your eighties, nineties flicks. It does. That. I always remember um, Stacey's mom had a Sega Saturn. She said, "Oh, Nicky, do you want this?" I went, "No, no, it's alright, mate. I regret that decision every day." Regret roll. Aye, they're like a hundred pun now. Do you know what I mean? And obviously, I collect, I collect hey, the consoles. Battle computers. What's right, he like, guys? What's his computer, Nicky, you know? <laughs> and his keyboard. Phoenix. <laughs> his keyboard, you dick. Vicky uh, Vale follows Bruce. Aye. 
Because he's thinking like he's been a bit weird. He's a bit closed off. Well, just quickly, when you were talking about um, the Joker saying there that that um, Bob, you're my number one guy. Mm-hmm. That's him basically saying he wants to find out more about Batman. Do you know what uh, I mean? And that was that was the point. He, he's, he's tasked him with finding out more about Batman. False sense of security, like... Aye. So, so obviously where you're going now is Vicky Vale stalking Bruce, Bruce Wayne. While he's laying roses. Aye. But um, Bob is following Vicky Vale. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but that's what, like you were saying there, um, I thought I'd reply. She, he goes to that back alley and puts the roses down, which obviously at, at the time of the film, like, she doesn't know why he's doing it. How funny is this? When I was watching this today, because obviously we're re-watching them, so it's fresh in my head, I didn't even know Bob was following Vicky Vale. No? Nah. I don't know, I must have missed that bit. I thought he was, he's following her. So, is he? I, so, he, so Bruce Wayne obviously puts the roses down, so she gets in touch with Knox and like, look, find out what happened on, on this particular street slash back alley. Um, and then he walks to the town hall where there's a meeting going on. Aye, uh, Bruce is there, he's watching... So Bruce is there, and that therefore Vicky Vale's followed him there, and then obviously all these mimes start appearing. How annoying. Oh, crazy. And then obviously Bob's taking photos of Wayne and Vail. Vicky Vale, and then the Joker turns up, also I, dressed like a mime. And he gets like, right to the front, he kills the guy. He kills one of, the, one, Kill, of the, one of them guys was in his meeting. Yeah. But the, the thing I don't understand is, right, that guy who he kills... Oh, sorry, I don't understand now. But the guy he kills... It's got all of his kind of goons around him and none of his goons react. Yeah. So Joker's obviously kind of got in all of their heads. So when he kills that guy, his goons are kind of already on the Joker's side. So he just kind of walks down. And then he just walks through a crowd of people and gets into his car and just drives away. Like, now, yeah, like, he, now smiles it's the Bruce, he smiles at Bruce Wayne, didn't he? Aye. That's kind of funny. Well, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting thing, that, because it's like... He's in a bit of a trance, isn't he, like, watching him? Aye. Because they mention it later in... In uh, in the film, um, Vicky Vale and Knox mentioned the fact that because they're looking at pictures of Wayne in the newspaper after his parents died, mm-hmm. and she said that's the same look he had in his face at the um, town hall that day when he when, every, oh, when that guy right. got killed. He had the same kind of like blank stare in his eyes. After that, you've got like the like the joke, like he's sat at he's, where he is, he's he's little beers or wherever he is. He's ratting at the TV. Oh, just 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 quickly, just quickly. When the Joker kills that guy, he like flicks his pen to his neck, did he? And, Aye. And he says that mint line, the pen really is mightier than the sword. <laughs> that's what he <laughs> that's what he said, I. Unreal. Is, <laughs> that is class. I think that's actually like, in the DVD box set, you know, how it's got the scenes. Aye. I think it says the pen is mightier than the sword. Aye. Class. Unreal. So go on. I so obviously he's having a run at the TV and that, and I think he's cutting out pictures of Vicky Vale or something. Aye, because like you've seen a picture for the first t- well. I because he, he like he's going on like he's like f- like smitten for any. Aye, and then like the news station gets hijacked. Aye, because the reporter starts laughing uncontrollably, didn't she? What while the other ones like read down murders. Aye, he's like Susan. I don't think this is very appropriate. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, she starts with like laughing her head off, and then obviously that's when the Joker kind of takes over the TV um, broadcast, if you will. I know, promoting his you know note. What he's like, there's a bit where he's on the beach. He went, he Aye. on the beach. That was a poster I had back in the day. Never? Aye. Like, it sticks out in my mind. And it's mad because that was just like a little bit on a TV kind of thing. Aye. But it was actually like a main poster. That's correct, is that? Like, Aye, and I. I was, it was not a poster for his product that he was obviously promoting. <laughs> Memories of it hazy, but he was definitely... Was definitely that poster. Aye, it was definitely... Aye. Is that like? I wonder if, because obviously like, the news is literally in the middle of happening and then all of a sudden his advert like 
interrupts. I wonder if that's where like YouTube got the idea of just throwing adverts in the middle of a, a video. Maybe. Like Do you know what I mean? Because that is the most irritating thing ever. Um, so but I, but you, because of because of just quickly because of Joker's product, obviously people are scared to like wash like use use detergent, cologne, things like that because obviously numerous deaths. I because that's all, all these deaths are related to these different products. So the next time the news reporters are on the telly, they're like proper like scruffy. Have you noticed? Uh, did you I, notice? I, I did. Uh, Look, it roughs out on the telly. I'm like, <laughs> I her hair was all over the place. The, because obviously the sweaty, a few spots and that. I and the bloke was geeked full of spots and looked minging and that. Uh, I remember thinking, what's going on with him? I thought, I thought surely you can still use water. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But it's just obviously they've done that to show that people are obviously scared to use any sort of product because obviously the joke has obviously infected all these different things. Is this um, where the joke out? Um, goes to the restaurant. Is it the restaurant museum? Oh, well, it's like a restaurant. It's I, a bit of both, isn't it? Because she's upstairs having a bait with all them, all them fancy people. He sends out like a little present kind of thing, aye. saying, "Urgent." Yeah, it's got a mask in. Aye, that's right. I'm gonna leave you two cents. I'm gonna get a drink. All right. Do you want to do another one? Um, I just I trying to get us drunk. Um, is this the bit where he's going to start like painting the pictures? It is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is a brilliant bit, mate. You're gonna have to come back and play a bit soundtrack. If we can find it. Obviously, there's a lot of prints in this film. Remember Prince? Artist formerly known as. Aye, R.I.P. Aye. Class bit later on, where like the joke is on the float and that, and that tune's on. But I look. What am I looking for? Maybe it's Joker. Art museum, Prince or something. But it's funny though because like they're all like. Have you seen like they're doing that, mate? Like they're sort of like silhouetting, doing like that. Aye. <laughs> is it, yeah. Get that tune on. Fast forward a little bit, get the tune on. It's funny, like. Yes, you do. This is it. <laughs> He's down to the way I. They've all got like the furry, like, sort of copper jackets on, haven't they? <laughs> It's class, man, because he's always got like one of his mates over Ghetto Blaster next to him. Yeah, he does, aye. He paints like Joker is here on one of them. I love that because he writes Joker was here on a picture that looks sure, like. I just a, said that. That looks like a wall. I just said that. Oh, did you? <laughs> Sorry, Riz. I got here now because of this phone. Aye, class, <laughs> That reminds us when I took Ian Rowan to see the burbs. It's loud, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no it's way. pitch black. Right. <laughs> this is the first time at the flicks I see. Oh, and for Zuckin is like, never again am I bringing you a mate. <laughs> Speak to your Anthony, you're having like an interesting like story. Oh, maybe we're totally just, I think we've, we've totally missed the uh, thing, yeah. Aye. Batman was the first ever 12 in the UK. 12, 12 rated, as in like PGU 1215. Aye. Aye. Um, and my, my brother, who obviously we mentioned on numerous podcasts, yeah, and who will be appearing on the Karate Kid one, where we'll get that in eventually. Oh, 100%. 100%. Um, I went to see the first 12 at the UCI cinema in Gateshead with me uncle and my older brother. So he gets in, they were queuing, and um, should I just tell what? Anf was like an enthusiast like me. He loved Batman. He nice. Could, we're watching all the trailers, collecting all the posters. Class. We could not wait. 
Um, I'll just briefly tell it, and then we've got a little voice clip of our aunt what he said to us the day, right. and he gave us the okay to play it. It's basically, he gets in, he gets kicked out. I'll just play it, and we'll see what our aunt says. No. Oh, hold on. No, this was like the midnight show or something. Very first 12, I believe. A medical centre. Um, got in, sitting down. Two hours about to start, I needed to pee. And then I got to the toilet. And as I was coming back into the little foyer bit where you give you a ticket, the, a couple of the staff were like, oh, there he is. As if like, I was spotted earlier on, as if like, he's definitely not 12. I was actually, it came out in August, so like, I would have been 11 years old in one month. But like, I put my shit hot on 12s then, like it was the first one. I think if it happened now, I'd probably be alright. Obviously I'm 43, like, <laughs> like uh, But, uh, devastated, lovely films. I wasn't watch that film, like, Batwing and that. All the trailers I used to watch of cinema attractions. I don't even know if I cried, to be honest, I can't remember. <laughs> What's to say? I don't remember if I was crying. I, I can't remember if I cried or not. I cried when I got fucking pulled out of bed and the fucking guy collect me up, brother, from Metro Centre. I was at home and my mum had to go and collect him. Jesus. Did your mum drive like? Well, no, she, like, I parted out at the time. And I had, like, obviously got, like, hauled out of bed, like, oh, hey, like, you're not leaving you yet, like, do you know what I mean? Oh, never. That's yeah. mad, that, though, like, it, it, it literally reminds me of that scene of Home Alone 2 when they're, like, chasing them through the hotel. Yeah. How mad is that? Oh, like the first ever 12 and our aunt was there. Aye. You know, well, to one of the shows. I, I and it was at midnight as well. Fucking hell. Class, man. Back in the day, do you know what I mean? It's mad that though, because as a 12-year-old, I never had any ID. Do you know what I mean? So if they weren't to say to me, as 12, at 12 years old, are you 12? Yeah. But I've got no proof. But the funny thing is, though, like, my uncle was like, a bit pissed off. Like, he was like, you could have just waited, could you? could have just waited. You know, like, I, 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 get, I get it. Like that's and Keith is the one who we used to babysit with and watch a lot of films. He worked at the Audion. All right. Oh, him the, the Terminator post. Ah, he had the two. He had the Terminator two cut out and that. Aye. He, still, he still got it. Class. Um, he worth some money. That. Ah, uh, he loved these movies just as much as me and from Baz. Unreal. Um, bah, Baz is probably not as bad as me and from them. Like, but I remember when I was when I was I must have been about fourteen, and. Um, mate I had at the time his dad used to work security in Cine World Car Park and um, get a free space he, he, <laughs> no he, <laughs> he, he, he got free cinema tickets and uh, he got us into Blade 2 nice which was an 18 and I was 14 years old and I was like buzzing to be scanned to the flicks to watch Blade 2 like how old were you at the time I'm sure I was about 14 I'm sure I was probably got about 40 or you uh, well <laughs> Nah, I had a buzz like that as well. Um, one of my Indian friends. Um, oh, that him, that, him that took your money on the plane? <laughs> no, he's, he's related to him, though. Oh, is he? Aye. Um, but the metal center, he had family that worked in Super Tech. Oh, aye, aye, I remember Super Tech. Is I, that still a thing? I don't know. But it, was just, it was just to the right of, like, the flicks. So I, got I think I told this on a previous podcast. And um, went to see Mortal Kombat, and that was a 12. Class. So they didn't believe I was 12, and I... What a thing that... We should do Mortal Kombat, man. Aye, that's a, that's a theme. So he he went and got his his cousin, came out with his turban on and that. Don't know why that was relevant, but he did have a turban. It sticks out because it was bright orange. But anyway, he took with and he went. Oh, aye, this is my cousin, uh, cousin, and this is his friend. And there, I can vouch they're both twelve. 
Aye. He got fucking 18 anyway, like me, me mate. Aye. Aye. But he got in, it was a buzz. That Class. was a buzz. I got, um, I got me Tamagotchi from, remember Tamagotchis? Aye. Got me Tamagotchi from uh, Supertech. Alright, I, I think I'm out with Tamagotchi. I'm a yo-yo. Remember, you, you took yo-yo to your mum's wedding. Oh, aye. Aye, I, I got me yo-yo. For some reason, I was thinking Tamagotchi was one of them. You know, I'm Karate Kid too. Oh, aye. <laughs> <laughs> Not that though. No. Anyway. Tamagotchi's have little digital pet things that died aye. really easily. Should we go back to the flick? Eh, we can do. Where were we in the film? No, yeah. I was just laughing there. I was just like, driven off with slimes. He doesn't want to go back to the film. <laughs> I was enjoying just reminiscing, mate. Do you know what I mean? Oh no, but if you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. <laughs> Two seconds, I'll open my notes back up. Um, aye, so that's when obviously um, he wrecks the restaurant um, and then in the... Aye, he, quizzes, he quizzes her about Batman, didn't he? She's got a mask on and that. He says, I think you can take that off now. Yeah, aye. But when that stuff's coming in, you know, you know, like the gas, the poisonous gas, it does remind us like an Adam West Batman. They're all passing out and that. Aye. That does remind you of that sort of style. But um, aye, that Prince tune was amazing before that. I would just put on like, and they're, they're messing all the paintings and that. Brilliant. Aye, so he's talking to Veal and that. He's basically just trying to get it on with Annie. Aye, he's trying to use his charm, which isn't obviously working because he's got a weird, like, grin on his bracket. And he even brings his, like, current girlfriend with a mask on, doesn't he? Aye. And he shows, like, show- my, art, my bit of artwork and she's got a messed up face. I like the Phantom of the Opera, aren't you? Aye. But um, I think um, Vicky Veal's reaction's a bit over the top of it. Like, I mean, it's not that horrific. She's got a, like a, a bit of an iconic scream, I'd say, believe it or not. Aye? Aye, like when she screams, it's like, I, I just, I, I recognise that as Vicky Veal's scream. Aye? Aye, because you can carry it quite a few times throughout the film. Aye, you do. There's you nine and a half weeks. Nah. <laughs> um, Batman turns up, didn't he? Batman turns up, fights the goons, and then escapes with Vicky Veal, and that's when you have the big... The biggest reveal of the film for me. That's just before that joke. I was like, where does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> he's not even trying to chase him, is he? No, he's just he's like, like in admiration. Aye. Just in awe of the Batman. Class. Um, and that's when you have, like you say, the biggest reveal of the film. Because um, it shows you the Batmobile for the first time, which, again, is my Batmobile. To the point where when I seen Christian Bale's Batmobile, I was a bit like, meh. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Like it was like a refurbished tank or something, Christian Bale's. Like, so he, he nicks off with Veal and they get to a certain point and Aye. have to jump out of the car, don't they? Aye. And as he's running off, he just goes, shields. Yeah. Aye, because his car's got built in like Alexa, aren't he? Aye. <laughs> Doesn't mean he's getting another taxi going to South Shields. Like, he's <laughs> he's not got a rock stands on now, do you know what I mean? Shields. <laughs> That's when he's like, how much do you weigh? Well, can you remember the... Aye, can you remember... Aye, you mean 108 pounds, he says that later, didn't he? Aye. Um, what was it? Because, uh, you know, remember... Years and years and years ago, they used to have them them cars that would try and set the the land speed records. Oh, aye, aye. On, the, on the sand and that. I remember. That's aye. what the Batmobile was based on. Those cars. Was it? Aye. So there was like there was like one like, like a blue one, and that's the kind of one they kind of based on. So it was low and obviously like streamlined aye. and all that kind of stuff. That was in a lot of the posters and that back in the, the day. The Batmobile was was unreal, mate. I love it to the point where take it back to games. You can buy it on the Grand Theft Auto Five. So I saved up. Like, loads of money and bought it, basically. Unreal. Um, and then, obviously, Batman takes down the goons. Aye, uh, one of them's like, probably doing loads of sword moves and that. And Aye. He, he just does, like, a famous sort of kick right down the middle. Well, doesn't Blade touch him? Doesn't Blade take the piss out of that a bit? Because I'm sure it happens on Blade, that as well. Obviously, like, ten years later. I don't know. I've never really seen Blade. I'm not. Nah. I've got Blade's sword. Oh, nah. I never watched it. 
Oh, I know mate. a lot of people like it. Mate. It's I a, like Snipes as well, so I'm only give it a watch. It's a great film. Give it a watch on that big screen there. I tell you what, that's a 90s film, mate. We should do Blade. You got on DVD? I do. Okay, I'll borrow it. <laughs> that must be on. That was going to streaming service. Nobbies. Um Anyway, let's get back to this. Oh, but just quickly, on Blade, he does it. There's, a, there's like a vampire going doing that. And all that kind of stuff. Oh, he, he just like, goes, even he, seen he just like goes like, pow. And like knocks him out. So he calls the car back to him, didn't he? Because he sorted everyone out. I ah, just pulls the little remote out. And he goes, stop. Yeah, and it looks like it's going to run him over. Aye, ah, because he feels like, ah. Aye, she does that iconic scream again. Um, and then the head to the back cave. Aye, the head to the back cave. And then that's when he, because obviously she was taking pictures of him when he was taking the goons down. And then he obviously takes the, the photos off her, basically. He like, ah, he like does that thing with his cloak. Oh, and then she like wakes up suddenly the next day, mm-hmm. um, and he's obviously took the the thing off her. But then obviously she was t- trying to get a glimpse of him. No one she when, when he was sitting in the chair. He was she was like oh, and he, he was kind of like that was funny. Mm-hmm. And obviously so she's in her house. She's on the foot of Knox. And Bruce Wayne turns up, and he he, he starts trying to like tell her something. Like you see, he's, he's, he's trying to open up. I about the fact that he's he's got two personalities, this, that, and the other. He's like, trying to come clean. See, his life's complex. Aye, and then obviously the Joker arrives, but obviously the Joker doesn't know Bruce Wayne's there, so he kind of sneaks out the back, and he's looking at this like um, when the Joker turns up, like he's got the guy again with the kettle blaster. I'm sure he gets up and put music on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. But Bruce Wayne sneaks out the back, and he gets this like tray thing. He looks at this tray, but and you then, don't know at the time that he actually puts up his top. aye. So then he, he comes out and starts acting, acting like well, nuts. He, he starts telling a story to him, didn't he? Mm-hmm. I had this friend who used to like really get angry and he would hurt people. I like him already. <laughs> That's the joke I says, didn't he? I like him already. And then he goes like, do you want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts. And he grabs like a fire stick or whatever. Aye. And no, then, not an Amazon one. Like a... <laughs> yeah. you know, a poker. Aye. Um, and then the joker just shoots him straight in the chest and he goes down and pretends to be dead. But just before he kills him, he, he sees the line, didn't he? Like... Does he not see a line? He says that after he's killed, after he shot him, he says, uh, "Never rub another man's rhubarb." Ah, that's hilarious. <laughs> when he said that, I was pissing myself. Is he referring to Vicky Vale as a rhubarb? Aye, bye. Must be. Aye, unreal. Um, then obviously they leave. Vicky Vale turns round to see Bruce Wayne, and Bruce Wayne's vanished. Yeah. And then that's when obviously you learn about um, his parents' murder. Right. That rattled right through there. Sorry, mate. And that's when you learn about his his parents' murder. Um, that's what I've got me notes. I can't remember how it happens now. Does oh because um, Knox gets in touch with her and says, "Oh, I've got some, um, I've got something you want to see." And she's like, "Oh, I've got something hot for the the evening evening Aye, press." Aye, well, and then go down and obviously start reading about about the murder. And that's when they see. Is Joe like in the meantime on the TV, like sort of telling like Batman to show his face and that? I well, he, just after that scene, um, the Joker calls him out on TV, um, and obviously. Because he's calling them out on TV, the Batman's like reliving. He relives the actual scene itself, his parents' murder, and that's when you see them him. getting shot and the fact that it was in this film, the, Jack, jo- the Joker that killed Jack, them. Jack Nappier at the time. Jack Nappier at the time killing them. That not again. I said earlier in in, in the film in this podcast that we weren't going to like go on about comics, but it wasn't Jack Nappier, aka the Joker, that killed Batman's parents in the comics. It was just like a random. Yeah, mugger that killed him in 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 the comics or the or the later uh, films or whatever. Just Tim Burton in this particular film had it him had it as him because he wanted to use that um that that infamous line um you ever dance with the devil by the pale moonlight instead of all my friends aye uh, class 
This is when you say Joker on the float, isn't it? Aye. This is a weird scene. I like it. It, it, it was good. It, it kind of made us think of Ferris Bueller. You know, that, that, that scene uh, of Ferris it Bueller. Is. Aye. At but night. On Ferris Bueller, it's quite apparent that's a real parade and the crowd are making real sound. But on this Batman film, I don't know if you picked up on this, it's, it's very apparent that nobody's making any sound. And any sound you can hear is added later. Can you get that on your phone? I want to set the, the scene. So obviously Joker, he's on the float. He's got these massive balloons on this float going through Gotham City. In the meantime, you've got Batman heading towards this float. And he's Batwing. That's it. I bring it closer to the mic. That reminds me of Turtles, 1991 Turtles. Class, and he's just throwing money out into the crowd. Aye. Now look. I just feel it looks like it's, 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 they're all being silent and this is all added later, the sounds. Do you think that'll pick up, pick up right on the mics, that sound? Oh yeah. Prince gets hammered in this film, but right, he's throwing some of them. <laughs> Reminds me of a uh, power line of uh, the Goofy movie. Unreal. Aye. Uh, and that's when he, start, he starts throwing out all that money out in the parade, didn't he? And then he gets them balloons that start releasing gas. Yeah. Um, I think Vicky Veal clocks it when she's taking photos and shit. Aye, she does. And she gets into the car, closes the door and that. And then Batman appears in, in Batwing, aye. which is unreal, by the way. It even does it when it's flying in. It tilts up ever so slightly to show you like the, the iconic bath. When it's on line with the moon kind of thing. Aye. It drops. Aye. Unreal. Absolutely unreal. Um, and then he, he, he gets all the balloons together and takes them away and just like releases them to space, basically. So yeah. I'd love to know what happens with them. But then this is what annoyed me. I know Joker's gun is super long. <laughs> but he, so, he took the bat wing out with one bullet. I know. Like, I might, might have such a hit. Power. Uh, that just annoyed us, mate. Like, the bat wing one bullet. There's a line bullet. in there somewhere where he goes, like, Where's the Batman? He's at home watching his tights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aye, class that. Um, and then obviously, so he crashes the bat wing, and the Joker somehow gets a hold of uh, Vicky Vale and, like, runs up the church with her, didn't he? I, but, I, but before that, did you just say. Um, Batman Michael Keaton like takes his balloons, didn't he? I've just said that. I oh my bad. <laughs> and he's like, "Those are my balloons." I does. I goes, "That was my balloons." And he, he just releases them to space. But he kills Bob as well before, didn't he? Because he gets pissed off. He's like, "Bob, gun." Aye. Just kills Bob, didn't he? Poor see? Bob. Poor Bob. I know. But then Joker takes that um, Vicky Vale up the, up the top of the church, breaks the bell, um, so that nobody can kind of like follow them up. So Commissioner Gordon and all the cop has can't follow them up. But little does he know. Batman's already rises. Yeah, uh, Batman's already in the in the church. Batman rises, nice. Um, and then that's obviously when he gets to the top with the uh, Vicky Vale, and he says, "Shall we dance?" Aye. And it, Batman's having a scrap all the rest in the background. Aye, aye. So it's got that. It's got music playing again. Again, it's like they're set up quite funny. Um, and then Batman's like killing all the goons while sort of the Joker's having like a little dance with with Vicky Vale. And obviously she starts distracting him, doesn't she? Because she knows like Batman's coming. Aye. Uh, 
Oh, well, she starts to kiss him, doesn't she? I starts kissing his shoulders, and she like picks like hair out of my teeth, and that's like, ugh. And then he you know what what mean? Then, but I says, "You ever dance with the devil?" And he smacks him. I I throws that back in his face. There's a point where the, the devil was like, "You idiot!" To um, Batman, but I can't remember what it was for. My bad. We're good at this, mate. We're very good at this. You wouldn't hear me have my glasses on, would you? I put them glasses on, Queenie, did he? I, I said that the other day. I was for man, like I walked in the sitting room, like and I had my gags on. I was Aye. like, you wouldn't hear me have my glasses on. It's been like a line, like over the Aye. years, where I was just hoying. It's funny things that just stick with your man, doesn't it? Hola. <laughs> um, but then obviously, Batman throws Joker off the building. Joker somehow pulls them off the building, and then I it reverses it somehow. Aye, and then he calls for his chopper. The ladders are dropped. Aye, that's right, aye. He puts, the, he puts a bat around, around his ankle, which is obviously around the gargoyle. Gargoyle snaps, pulls the Joker down, and then Batman manages to get uh, Kim Basinger up, basically. And that's it, isn't it? More or less, aye. Right, well, and then they reveal the... Joker's on the floor, the one he's like, dead, and he's got that, like... That what's what's in this? What's in that? I don't know if it's like a little, like a teeth thing, you know, like, I, 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 I keep laughing. Yeah, because I thought they were going to open it in the film, and they didn't, which I thought was I thought it was going to be a bomb, if I'm honest. Did it? Aye. But then I'll see. Obviously, when um, they reveal that the bat signal for the end of the film, aye, oh, that's what we're going to use, and that's what we're going to use as is the podcast thing. But um, what the was the thing. what were the what was the box office results on this one? Oh, two seconds. I'll have a look because there was some really uh, interesting crack which I really enjoyed. Let's have a look. Because believe it or not, I think the uh, your battery's dying on your laptop, mate. Aye, aye, mate. It was the first film ever to hit one hundred million in ten days. Wow. The biggest film in Warner Brothers history at the time. Biggest box office earner of 1989. And that's not even counting the massive toy and merchandise and sales it generated. Jack, um, Nich- just quickly, we're talking about Jack Nicholson as well. He wanted to be top billing, so he's actually first name on the on the um, credits before, before Michael Keaton, who is Batman, which is mad. But he also got in percentage of the merchandise and a percentage of the sequels, even though he wasn't in them. I know. He knew that we're going to be big, didn't he? He got, and he got estimated 50 to 60 million ni- dollars in the 90s, which is like 100 million dollars of today's money. It says, yeah, the film's marketing was so effective that it inspired real-life crimes. By the time Batman was actually on its way to release, it was becoming a phenomenon, and the marketing for the film was inspired, inspiring a frenzy among fans. People were buying tickets to other films just to see the first trailer. Jesus. And selling bootleg copies of the early footage. The poster featuring the iconic logo was so popular that according to Uslan, people were breaking bus stations just to steal it. Wow. That is mad. I know. But that has been Batman 1989, 121 minutes, 7.5 on IMDb. Um, definitely a, a film I loved as a child, um, is what I'll say. Um, if you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. It's a, it's a good flick. Um, you should really watch it before listening to this podcast, otherwise you'll have a lot of things spoiled. But... Um, it was 30 years ago, so hey-ho. Um, other than that, I'm, I'm good. No, I enjoyed, um, I, I enjoyed watching it. Um, loved it at the time. Iconic flick. Ah, it is, mate. That, that poster. I was saying with you as well, I bet you that's going to be the most tattooed, one of the most tattooed film logos In people's on, on the planet. Minds. It's got to be. Ah, definitely. That and Superman has to be one of the most tattooed thing ever. But anyway, that's uh, that's also, that's a wrap from Brother to Brother. Um, thank you very much for listening we will catch you on the next one in the meantime be excellent to each other peace out peace out